0: What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, AKA, the Biscuit Beretta, AKA, the Komaki Tiger Drop. AKA, put some jelly on my uh, elbow and uh, suck it off. aka the nigga Lip master bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 181 um man boy let's uh let's get in touch with what's been going on lately um happy um starfield starfield launch if you got the Constellation Edition and or Premium Edition, I believe. So um, that's been an interesting ride in of itself. People getting very, very judgy uh, on a game that hasn't officially been out in the wild yet. So that was an interesting uh, side of uh, the internet I, I, I saw. But hey, you know, that's what happens with these overhyped games and whatnot. So I mean, I understand. Uh, happy Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's uh, Shredder's Revenge DLC Day! That's it. Oh boy, man, we got it's a lot. It's a lot that's coming out, and so much. so much coming out. Um, yeah. Outside of that, damn, I don't know. Not much. Not much outside of that. Um, other other than that, though, have a good show for you today. Uh, we'll talk about, um, some Armor Core 6, like a dragon Ishin yet again. Gamescom 2023, of course. So, you know what? You know what? Let's stop. I can't even do it. Oh, man. Let's... Stop. Oh, man, I don't know why I'm I'm dying right now, but I am. Um, Aren't we all dying, though? I didn't mean to get existential like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me me refrain. Um, (laughs) I took a turn out of nowhere. (laughs) Let's stop the dilly-dally and and get right into it. Um, First topic of discussion. Damn it, I messed up my codes. Son of a bitch. Son of a biscuit. Yummy biscuits. Uh, Put some butter on them. Don't you dare put some jelly on them, boys. Whew. what you, boy? Mm. Don't you dare put jelly, strawberry at that. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Man, so... Gamescom 2023 uh, happened last last week, I believe. Um, Jeff Keighley doing his thing um, in August. Um, yeah. I did not see the full show necessarily, but I, of course, got the uh, truncated notes. Shout out to IGN. Um, I'm not going to go over everything that was announced, but We'll touch on some things. So uh at least not chronological as well. Excuse me. Had to had to let that out. Let that burp out. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. What do you want I'm I'm only human. Um Starfield, uh we got another trailer. Um just uh on the on the 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 coattails. Of its release, uh, then Todd Howard came out himself. Um, <laughs> I forgot what he said. Uh, they asked him something about, I'm curious now. Uh, what did he say? We love you, we love you, Todd. Oh my god. Damn it. I forgot we, he said something that would, uh, uh, what did he say? He says something like, damn it. I forgot. It was notable at least, but uh, it doesn't come to mind. Um, so that, that happened. Uh, Zack Snyder showed rebel moon, I guess his new, new Netflix show slash, well, I guess, movie that's splitting the parts thing. I guess that was a little, Kind of out of place, but I guess you know Gamescom. I guess also Jeff Keighley did uh set expectations like no the no crazy announcements are gonna be shown here necessarily. So that good on him in terms of uh you know um yeah just tempering expectations basically. Um we did see uh some campaign a little campaign snippet from Modern Warfare 3. Um, it seems like they are at, back at Verdansk, um, which was the Warzone map from Modern Warfare twenty twenty nineteen. 2019. Well, <coughs> oh, I felt it. I felt it. I had to let it go. Um, yeah. On a, for Warzone. Uh, but now I believe, yeah, it's in Modern Warfare 3, um, It seems like they're doing a lot of free roam missions. I I believe they um, alluded to uh, during some uh, previous interviews or whatnot. So, kind of seems on brand. And I mean, um, not to devalue the game at all, but it seems like maybe that's kind of a shortcut they were able to do to, you know, maybe cut cut um, cut down development time potentially. I guess we'll see when the full game comes out. Either way, but. Got that? Um, *Alan Wake* two got a little little snippet trailer showing the dark side. The dark side of *Alan Wake*. You don't you don't want to see it as dark side because it's it's something it's something. *Diablo* four season season of blood. Uh, *Diablo* four season two called season of blood. I guess apparently adds a vampire hunter companion. I've been so detached from *Diablo*. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure how, what that, is that, is that good? I guess it's good. I would assume if normally they add new people, that is is better, you know, but no, nah, I mean, I digress. Mean, I digress. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, got a juicy ass trailer, uh, showing two new fighters, uh, Sindel, her fine self with the, with the hair, she whipping the hair back and forth. Um, no, no Willow Smith, <laughs> um, and, uh, General Shao. So, because this is the rebooted timeline, General Shao has not Shao Kahn, at least potentially maybe not at all in this, this, uh, this new timeline. So that was interesting. I was like, oh huh? General, General Shao, not, not Shao Kahn. So. I'm curious to see how that plays out in the, uh, the story mode of the game, inevitable story mode of the game. Um, but man, yeah, boy, <laughs> I've, I've probably said it many of times, but man, those, those fatalities, boy, they getting, they are getting graphic. They, they are. I mean, I like them though. Don't, don't get me. Don't get it twisted. I like it. Um, Motaro saw his cameo, um, looked pretty, Pretty well. I guess that that was the thing with the cameos. Pretty much, almost all of them are faithful to the original, the original Mortal Kombat or whatever they came from in that sense. So I guess it's kind of a way to kind of harken back at them, and uh, at least from a story standpoint, I'm I'm curious if they do actually implement them story wise. I assume so. I mean, it kind of makes sense that maybe they somehow can do it, or maybe it's just some just you know thing you just don't really. Oh, don't mind them. They're just cameo. They're just cameo characters. I mean, can you see them? I mean, yeah, they're they're cameo characters. So, where do they come from? I don't know, man. I just <laughs> I'm just playing the game. I don't <laughs> I just don't know. Uh Shujinko, shouts out to Shujinko. Uh you you love to see it. For those that may not know, Shujinko was a was the Cre? I guess he wasn't necessarily a creative character, but he was the he was the 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 single character you you controlled in Mortal Kombat Deceptions Conquest mode, which was basically kind of like a single player, a single player adventure mode, basically where you know you you do fights in between uh, pretty much what Street Fighter Six's um World Tour mode is um currently. So. Shouts out to Shijinko. Man, I'll, I'm I'm loving the lore, the lore love and uh re-implementation in Mortal Kombat one. Well, that's definitely one like one um one thing I gotta give to uh MK1. They they really they really redeeming a lot of the characters. Like uh you, you see a lot of characters that you thought you would not see, but then you see them and they they feel fairly pretty much redeemed for at least from what was shown in the trailers at least. So you got to love it. I'm very hyped for Mortal Kombat one, September, September 4th, 56, 16th, something like that. Then along with other fighting game news, Tekken eight Harada and uh, the uh, producer guy slash translator for Harada uh, showed went on stage. And, uh, they revealed an additional trailer for a new, st- a new mode. Uh, well, I guess they, it's, it's a story trailer, but it's like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it to be honest. I forgot what they, their terminology was. What was it called? Arcade something. Arcade quest so it's like basically it seems like you make your own like xbox avatar basically it looks very much like it you create your own xbox avatar and i believe i assume you just go through general story beats but not in line with the main story uh of tekken 8 which that is technically separate so i'm curious how this plays out but i assume it's basically to get the same vibe and feel of, you know, being in the arcade um, since that's pretty much almost non-existent at this point. So, but yeah, we also got an uh, official release date, January 26th, uh, 6th, 6th, 2024. Um, So I think that's what a lot of us were speculating either January or February. So good to get that confirmation. Uh, they also revealed a lot of characters actually. Um, I felt like they revealed like three, four characters in this trailer alone. Um, I know we got, they reve- we, they revealed, um, Steve Fox. So Steve Fox confirmed, um, Dragunov I know that the Dragunov fans rejoice. I don't think they reveal Claudio. From, uh who I premiered in seven as well. He's in. Um maybe that's it. Oh, uh Shaheen. Shaheen, other seven uh premiere character. Oh yeah. Boy, man. Oh Leo. Leo is in. Yo Yoshimitsu, of course. It won't wouldn't be taken without Yoshimitsu. Shouts out to whoever designed this this Yoshimitsu. He looks pretty dope. I love the the blue, the blue, uh, accents overall, the, the costume is dope. That's probably the best, at least off the top of my head, probably the best Yoshi Mitsu design, um, in the history of Tekken specifically. So loving, loving that. And yeah, that was it. So what, like four new characters or four confirmed characters that weren't revealed necessarily yet. Um, arcade quest. And uh, we got a release date, January 26th, 2024. Assassin's Creed Mirage trailer, uh, Cyber 20, 20, uh, 2077 2.0, um, guys. We... <laughs> so it's basically Cyber 2077, guys, we've heard you edition. <laughs> Where basically this is, at least from what I've heard and some of the the stuff I've seen, it seems like this is like the redemption patch slash DLC, it, it feels like. Um, Who knows? Maybe I'm, I'm tempted to dive back in to see how much it has improved since I played it when it initially came out. Um I didn't have a necessarily horrible experience, but... I don't know. It just didn't live up to the hype I had for it. I will say that. So you got that. You got that. Sonic superstars gets a release date for October 17th, 2023. Um, I guess there's Sonic from tears, uh, update. Is that, Oh, Little Nightmares 2. I know that's a big announcement for a lot of people. Um, Yeah, and I guess the biggest notable change with this is that it is no longer, I forgot the previous developer, but this developer is super massive who um, are known for the, um, what are the games? The story-based games, the the Dark Picture Anthology games, as well as Until Dawn, I believe. So that's pretty dope. Uh, Black Myth, wu kong trailer um looking pretty looking pretty scrumptious i have to say looking looking very good um that monkey that monkey put in work i don't know where he trained at but i need to i need to follow <laughs> i need to follow. uh anything else notable uh, i think that's pretty oh oh man yeah. Crimson Desert, uh, that, that, this game looks dope as hell. I'm very skeptical though. It apparently, at least it's, it seems like it's, it's potentially going to be free to play since I think it's based off a free to play, a, a previously existing free to play game. I think black desert online or something. Um, but this looks a dope as hell It it looks, you can you can be kicking and tripping people. You're in like a medieval fantasy setting. Um, you were like free falling like uh Zelda, um riding horses and ramming people with there's like grand theft horsey but medieval. Um, I mean that's, that, that 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 definitely got that's my attention, that's for sure. Um very expansive world and I hate i hate that i am but well you know the games have done this to us previously but i don't know it, it, it feels too good to be true i feel like yeah um like uh, i was watching easy allies is uh um reactions on this uh, previously like what is the catch what is the catch what is it's got to be some catch is it uh free to start <laughs> free to start and like what, after 15, 20 hours, when of course you're already, you're already locked in at, at that point, likely you're like, Oh, but can you give us 40 more bucks? and just give us 40 bucks and you can play, you can play the rest. You can play it to completion if you want. Um, so we'll see, we shall see. I don't think there was any date. Probably this feels like a game that's probably going to need a beta, a beta, beta period, um, and then we'll eventually, quote unquote, um, officially release. So, but yeah, this is definitely, man, this 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 caught my attention for sure. I'm very interested if it's what it it uh, alludes to be. Let me let me disclaimer that first and foremost. Um. So yeah. Um, killing for three. We got official launch trailer to Armor Core 6. Um, what else? Genshin Impact trailer, concert reveal trailer. I don't know what that is. Payday 3 with uh, Ice-T narrating. It was pretty interesting. As somebody who's not really played Payday 3, I was, my interest was peaked a little bit. And that seemingly was it, so wow pretty decent showing for gamescom I mean again uh Jeff did uh temper expectations um it was sad to see uh I guess it was uh yet another dude running up on stage trying to uh do run-ups on stage trying to uh I guess his his angle was uh um when's gta six I guess that was his plan all along just to bring awareness of where's gta6 even though that's you're speaking to the choir. I don't. I mean, it's old news, but whatever. it Was it? Uh, I I would have liked to see his ass get tackled, though. I love. I ain't gonna lie. I love when you be seeing them, you know, running on the the field, and they be getting, they just be getting just hit, sticked, hit, sticked like like no other. Um, It was unfortunate, but you know. Um, (laughs) cause boy, when you, you knock the wind out on them, they'd be like, man, you know what? I, that probably shouldn't have, I probably shouldn't have did that. And then they probably don't do that, (laughs) but I digress. Um, overall. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, yeah. Expectations were tempered. So what can you expect? You know, what can you expect if those expectations were tempered? I don't, know. I don't I don't know. I just I just don't know. Moving on. Uh, Embracer Embracer Group, which is this big feels like this big conglomerate company that just mindlessly bought almost every everything it felt like. Um, in particular, uh, the shutting down Volition Games, and for those that may not know, Volition Games, uh, was the biggest, uh, developer, um, well, probably the most notable developer for the Saints Row series, um, you know, even all the way back to the first Saints Row, you know, on the Xbox 360, pretty much all the way up until the rebooted Saints Row that didn't, uh, unfortunately didn't fare that well, but saints row as well as red faction so some people may be from red faction i'll play a little bit of red faction but yeah at least i know them more, mostly from saints row but at least to read this their little snippet here um that they dropped on twitter i believe uh the valissa team has probably created world-class entertainment for fans around the globe for 30 years we've been driven by a passion for our community and always work to deliver joy surprise and delight this past June, Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the video game industry. As part of that program, they evaluated strategic and operational goals and made the difficult decision to close Volition effective immediately. To help our team, we are working to provide job assistance and help smooth the transition for our Volition family members. We thank our customers and fans around the world for all the love and support over the years. You will always be in our hearts. Volition Games. So damn. That is, uh, it's messed up. Messed up. And I, I really, I was a fan of, of, of the Saints Row games. Um, didn't really give, uh, this reboot necessarily a fair shake as of yet, but, was uh planned to at some point um but would have loved to see more from saints raw i guess technically that isn't off the table uh at worst it would be another company working on the game but uh that always feels weird at certain points but who knows you know that that has been successful in some cases i mean if you look at halo well (laughs) depend on who you ask i think i felt like they did a good job at least with the multiplayer i'll say that uh, I thought the campaign was actually pretty good, but nonetheless, that, um, uh, it's never, never fun seeing these, these companies being, being shut down. You hate to see it. You really do. Cause that is messed up and keeping that layoff train, unfortunately going. Um, they also made layoffs, uh, reported, reportedly made layoffs to Gearbox Publishing. Uh, so I believe these are the folks behind Borderlands, most notably to my knowledge. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe that, no, I think that might be a different company. And that, I guess publishing specifically. Gearbox began to publish games from third-party studios with its debut title being the 2016 remaster of People Can Fly's Bulletstorm recent releases includes uh Remnant 2 and Hyper Light Breaker for coming in 2024 so I guess that's um what they seem to be notable known for but goodness taking everything out they are they really are um Hope everybody, uh, you know, gets back on their feet because man, that is never fun or great. It is not. Moving on. Uh, Charles Martinet, who um, we all know and love as the pretty much iconic legendary voice of Mario in pretty much almost everything Nintendo, um, that includes has Mario in it, to my knowledge at least, uh, has announced that, um, he's stepping down for the voice of Mario as in, he's no longer voicing Mario, but he has a a new role of Mario ambassador, which I'm not sure what that means. I did. It feels like it's a means to like, not uh i don't know it feels like it's a means to not make it seem so definitive i guess i don't know that you know he's still around and will offer insight and guidance i guess for another the another aspiring mario voice um but here's the official statement from nintendo Charles Martinet has been the original voice of Mario in Nintendo games for a long time, as far as back as far back as Bar- Super Mario 64. Charles is now moving into the brand new role of Mario Ambassador. With this transition, he will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games, but he'll continue to travel the world, share joy of Mario, and in interacting with you all. It has been an honor working with Charles to help bring Mario to life for so many years. And we want to thank and celebrate him. Please keep an eye out for a special video message from Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles himself, which we will post at a future date. So there you go. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Um, you see a lot of people going at it. I, I forgot. It was some tweet by uh Ben Starr, I believe. Who's the, who's the voice of Clive Rossfield from final fantasy 16. <laughs> his rendition of, uh, audition of Mario <laughs> was pretty funny. It was basically just him acting as Clive, but trying to be Mario, which was, it's pretty funny and cussing and whatnot as well. Um, I've, I guess the biggest question is who is the next Mario, which, uh, I've, I think rumors, uh, either rumors or people just naturally going to it or and or assuming because of the Mario movie that recently came out. Is that it's Chris Pratt, but I just don't really see him being that. I think it's just somebody else that will be Mario just straight up like a another Charles Martinet in the making. It's my assumption, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know yeah it's gonna be definitely weird that initial you know voice i guess apparently this is gonna start with the new game coming out next no in october super mario wonder or mario mario wonder um so i guess they i it seems i assume they're keeping it under wraps until then and then i assume they'll come out with the news probably around um before after the release of mario mario wonder so interesting interesting stuff with all that being said that concludes the news for this episode get into what I've been playing which has been like a dragon Ishin. so um, finally finished it man I, I forgot how forgot how good Uh, Yakuza games were which they are really 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 good I'll say that first and foremost and this was this was no exception no exception I um did all the sub stories for me that's kind of tradition now with any new Yakuza game I play, I think I did not really do it with the PS3 era ones necessarily, but I definitely want to do that as well at some point, (coughs) whenever I get around to replaying, at least the original PS3 games. Um, What else? Um, Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, Thoroughly enjoyed it. Kept me engaged throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed like a dragon um, a hey, RGG RGG and also, um, I think it has more resonance as well, of course, because I, I did play playing the, um, the import version and now playing the fully localized version, huge difference when it comes to that as well. I think that was also a barrier for me doing all the side quests and stuff, um, to my knowledge, so, at least now playing it with, with, um, I guess the eyes of playing it in the eyes of, uh, you know, uh, being able to fully comprehend the cutscenes. Um, yeah, it was really great. And technically it's remastered, or I guess it's technically a remake. Um, uh, it's, 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 Cause they, they definitely replaced some of the actors. The graphics are improved, but I think the engine obviously feels pretty much the same. They made some slight changes like the trooper card system, which was only exclusive to the, to a mini game is now in the main game, which I don't, I don't hate it. It's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) it was some funny, funny implementation of it. Like, uh, I won't spoil necessarily what happens, but, it was a boss fight. I was in like, you know, the infamous boss fight. If you've beaten all the sub stories, you know what I'm talking about. That, uh, if you use some certain trooper cards, (laughs) it basically gives you a significant disadvantage when it's, you know, generally outside of anything, any other person than this boss, it does not. So I thought that was hilarious as hell, but, uh, yeah. Isshin is up there, man. I'd, I'd, I'd put it, man, I'd, I'd potentially put it up there. Now my top, top five of y- Yakuza games, if I ever do a countdown, but at least after everything's said and done, dust being settled. Yeah, this, this, that's definitely top, top five, top five Yakuza games for sure. I'd, I'd I, I will stand by that I will stand on it will I die on it? I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know about that but I <laughs> um, also played Armor Core 6 Uh actually beat it um, somewhat recently um, it was I had fun I'll say that um man what are my thoughts now that especially now that some time has passed since I completed it um my initial impression is that um i'm not i felt like some of the bosses were uh some of the bosses were uh felt uh, even for souls game standards I guess it's not really fair to say it's, but I mean, obviously it's from the same developer from software or whatever, but it, um, yeah, the bosses felt some of the bosses felt a little unfair slash cheap for sure. Um, even more so than like us. Well, I can't even, I I don't, I can't even say a souls game. They, the bosses felt cheap. They felt fair. But in, 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 in this game, it feels like some of the bosses were unfair and cheap in a lot of ways. Um, probably one of my biggest issues with that is that like, uh, when it comes to the enemies, like, um, they seem to deliberately try to get out of your aim and force you to turn around and whatnot. But then you also have difficulty trying to track, the bosses in a lot of cases a lot of the bosses seem to have that same behavior where they try to move irregularly so you can't necessarily pinpoint where they're going and then in turn you're at a disadvantage because they're taking advantage of um a limitation of your controls i feel like um i felt like yeah at least a couple bosses were specifically like that they, they could immediately transport behind you and you, you don't really, you can not necessarily react appropriately to it. So, I mean, I guess technically that forces you to, which is a big component of the game, forcing you to like restructure your, uh, mech and to make it more appropriate for certain fights. But even then, even when I felt like I had made an optimal build, it felt like the bosses were some of the bosses were still fairly pretty unfair. Um, which again, I wasn't a fan of that did diminish my enjoyment of the game a little bit when it came to that. Um, so yeah, but don't get me wrong. Um, everything else felt really fun. You know, the, 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 the mission structure felt like a good variety of missions and things like that. That I, I I did enjoy very much, but, um, yeah, them bosses just really, really soured my experience with the game. I felt like, and mind you, as somebody who plays and thoroughly enjoys the Soulsborne games and has played every one of them, um, yeah, it, it really felt like these bosses were pretty cheap, which that, I think that says a lot when it comes to, you know, at least somebody coming from a Souls game to this one, even though you can't necessarily directly compare them, but they do have a lot of similarities. There's a stagger system like Sekiro. Um, There is, well, I guess that's the main big difference or similarity, really. Um, Oh yeah, you have limited health where, you know, similar to the Esus flask or the, uh, I forgot what they, what it's called in Sekiro, but basically limited health. Um, and you know, uh, bosses have (laughs) apparently supposedly they have obvious tales, but in some of the bosses, especially like the end boss, that is not the case that I, I, I highly disagree or I don't know. I guess (laughs) that, (laughs) <laughs> at some point maybe this is just a check of my my reaction time maybe my reaction time is actually diminishing i don't know but i don't know man is some of the 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 tales that you're supposed to react to were not i felt not very fair um did not give you a good window to do so maybe it's just me being nervous and you know not managing my boost well when it comes to like your your meter to um boost and, and use your jets and stuff like that. So could be many things could be many things. Um, I may potentially revisit after a patch and that's the other thing too, that, uh, apparently there's multiple endings and <laughs> to get, I think to get the third one, you have to play the game, uh, on new game plus or something like that. So you technically have to play the game a third time if you want to get that, which, I'm not really a fan of and you know considering the experience I had with our record 6 I'm like uh, I'm okay I mean uh, I might just I might just look up a YouTube video that just show the endings and just be done with it cuz I don't know you're asking for a lot to ask somebody to to play a game over again to try to get another ending even though you know there's some missions that'll be different but <sighs> Not enough incentive for me though. It's not. But overall, I had a fun experience. I will say that. I'm glad I did play it. Um, uh, Mind you, this is my first armor core game I have played. So I've never played the previous ones. I think I may have like uh, some of the PS2 ones, but I've not played them at all. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it as somebody, you know, I occasionally like some mechs here and there. You know, I like me, like me some Titanfall back in the day. So I could definitely appreciate the, uh, mech design. That's a big, huge component of this game too. You know, just making your custom emblem and sharing it with people online and making your mech. A lot of people doing love letters to, you know, obviously famous mechs and you know, media. So it's pretty, pretty cool and fascinating to see that around. Um, cool seeing builds and stuff. Um, I the, the build I really liked is the dual trigger Gatlin gun build. I thought that was very, very, um, very consistent. For the most part, I didn't necessarily have to change my setup as much. Um, once I, you know, uh, discovered that setup. So it was very good. Very, very good. It, it carried me in a lot of, a lot of ways. It really did. But yeah, that is Armor Core 6. Um, I don't know if I will put it in my top. I'm not sure if it would make it in my top 10, but we'll see. We'll see. Just my overall sentiments, thinking of it. Yeah, I forgot, like, I spent three hours on the last boss, or, you know, quote-unquote the last boss, depending on the ending you get. I assume there are different bosses for each ending, but I'm like if that boss i faced was what i'm, what I'm supposed to expect ugh, i'm all right i'm all right i i i beat i beat armor core once i'm okay i don't know maybe i'll come back maybe they'll patch some stuff i wasn't cool without I, I don't know but that was armor core six that it was um that's all i've been playing i get into what i've been uh watching which uh, felt like a while ago now, but I did watch uh, Blue Beetle. Um, this is sub- supposedly the new, the first new, the first DC movie in the new the, the DC universe, I guess, I think, um, which, you know, it was pretty good. I didn't, didn't feel like there were any, wasn't necessarily any continuity when it came to that. It felt very, self-contained. I think there were a couple of references to, you know, miscellaneous DC stuff here and there, but overall felt very pretty self-contained. You know, you got, um, I can't pronounce his name, but he's the dude. <laughs> I feel like it's an injustice at a point, but he's the dude from the the main character from Cobra Kai. I guess he's, yeah, I consider a main character. Um, But yeah, he was, uh, he was good. Um, George Lopez was pretty funny as the, uh, you know, typical uncle with the, (laughs) had the, what is it? The (laughs) mullet, the, the, the Spanish mullet. Um, that was fun. That was enjoyable. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, Blue Beetle, it was heartfelt, got a little action in there, got your comedy, um, you know, especially the, you know, with uh, uh Latino family, that was pretty refreshing. You never really see that. Well, I think it's is totally, you know, the, the most notable Latino hero, um, at least superhero wise when it comes to that. So that was refreshing. I really liked that. I dug the whole family aspect. They really did hone in on that a lot, which was, uh, which was entertaining. Um, so I was a fan. I was fan. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, I have to say. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I never heard of it until until I saw it. I'm like, you know, Blue Beetle. <laughs> I'm just saying that randomly. <laughs> With that being said, I think of that pretty much concludes this episode of Switch's Sights um if you did like the show feel free to like rate subscribe on your various podcasting uh platforms you can also catch me record this live on twitch tv slash a switch can also catch the archive of this on youtube.com slash a switch and uh other than that i don't know that's really it um until next next time y'all um get your starfield on your, your ninja turtles on Um, get your game on, you know, feel free to fuck. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.